now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast, 1023 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for January the 9th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk, uh, poops gone wild. We want to know the oddest place you've ever uh, seen, um, you know, a dump. Apparently, uh, change rooms are popular for uh, emergency situations like that. Knock on wood, I've never been forced to, but it's good to know that the fine folks at The Gap will help me out if I need it. Also, we want to know the oldest thing you've tried to return. I bet sometimes the people at the returns desk, uh, they'll say yes just because out of, out of pity, you know, when you're bringing in your 20-year-old no-fear shirt. Also, we want to know if someone's ever wrecked the vehicle that you lent them to drive. Like your buddy was in a pickle, so you lent him your car for a day, and he wrapped it around a pole. This is why I drive a van. The only people who want to borrow it are moms, and I don't even think they know how to speak. All right, here we go. All right, it was a frightening moment for some passengers uh, on a flight headed to Toronto from Fort McMurray. It had to be diverted and landed in Winnipeg. Why? Well, it was experiencing a mechanical problem. 96 people were on board. It took off from Fort Mac. I was expected to arrive in Toronto, but they had to uh, divert it, hmm. land it over in the peg. Yeah. What was going on? Uh, they're not sure. They're saying right now it was a mechanical issue. Fire trucks and other emergency responders were waiting as it arrived. That To me, that's like the worst feeling. Like if your plane is landing and you see a bunch of fire trucks waiting nearby, yes. you're like, oh, uh, what are no. they not telling us? And I'm sure they're probably trying to keep everyone as calm as possible yeah. on the actual flight. So you're not... I think I'd immediately, as soon as the plane touched ground, kick the emergency door open and get that big chute blown out. Yeah, you'd want that slide going right? so you can Absolutely. slide it right down. You'd be like, everybody, let's go, let's, let's go. go. Let's go. <laughs> everybody, of course, is okay. The plane uh, the plane landed, landed safely. Uh, they say that they've seen a lot of planes do this, so mm-hmm. no big deal. Passengers were just put on other flights to Toronto. Mm. Uh, Air Canada was able to take care of them. All right, for those of you who were wishing that you would have won the $60 million jackpot in Friday night's Lotto Max draw, you didn't, and I'll tell you why. Uh, One single ticket won the $60 million in Quebec. Right? One ticket. Tabernacle. Oh, Saturday morning, that was the first thing I looked at as soon as my eyes opened. Grabbed my phone. Refresh the lotto page. Right. Quebec. Quebec. Ah. And you know what? On Friday, I was that guy again with the lotto oh, tickets. Oh, God. <laughs> Ginge, you're back. I hope you had a good week off. Yeah, it was terrific. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to let you know nothing at, on this show changed <laughs> because on Friday night, uh, Crash got into his local Shoppers Drug Mart mm-hmm. with about 100 lottery oh. tickets. Well, I had a whole bunch from before that I won like free plays and $2 on. Yeah. I literally had a stack. There were no lineups again. And I put the stack down. The guy, thankfully, he looked at the stack and he grabbed his phone. He's like, can I get an extra cashier? No. He called another cashier. And then all of a sudden, like the entire city decided to shop at that time. And the lineups were like right into the aisles. Yeah. And they're like, beep. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want the extra? Yeah, I'll take the extra on all of them. It was awful. We were there for like 20 minutes. Would you like to? Yes, I'll take the extra on every single one. Yeah. (laughs) You and any like other seniors who buy 60 lotto tickets at a time, you got to take it to the mall to the kiosk. You shouldn't be allowed... With well, us regular folk. No, but the mall will be busy too, right? But it's a it's a dedicated lotto kiosk. It is a lotto kiosk. Do they still have those? 
Maybe not. Well, I'm thinking of any mall that I've walked through. I don't recall I don't, a dedicated lo- yeah. lot of kiosks. They like got they to, the little convenience stores. Yeah, they have the little newspaper Yeah, but they stores. used to have like in... I don't think like they the do. vestibule of the mall, like you know, where the lotion people like the guest harass you. Kind of thing. Yeah, there'd be like a little uh, lotto and, center. And you get like the break open option. Yes, it, yeah. it's dedicated I lottery. I don't think they have that. I think the last time I saw that was at that mall that kind of shut down where I had to give blood there. What? Remember oh, the, Metal Arc. Metal Arc. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just all like medical services in there, and there was yes. a lotto booth in that one. I feel like you could single-handedly like support one. Like they, oh, could, I they could staff it. Yeah, I should probably open up one. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> uh, Brandon says, "Crash, get the Lotto Manager app. It's ten times faster at scanning tickets." Oh, I, I oh no, Brandon, these were the tickets that were pre-scanned. He was just going to claim his winnings. I scanned them at home, and I had literally like twenty-three uh, winning tickets that were like free plays and two dollars. Two dollars, yeah. And I went in to get all those. They were all signed, all ready to go. He just needed to cash them. I just them needed in. to cash them, but he still has to scan them <laughs> this, to give me my tickets. <laughs> this text here, my God, that's rude. <laughs> <laughs> there was no lie. <laughs> <laughs> just horrified that oh. Cash would try to claim his lotto winnings. And just stood at the end oh. of the aisle, just well, shaking her head. At I me. I was in line behind him, right? And then I got. Even you're like peeking around, like, come on, how many tickets is coming? Yeah, I know. I got irritated. Then they called in another cashier, so I ran over there. Like, look at this guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, St. Albert Mall, it's Lotto and Directory. Ooh. Uh, Millwood's Town Center, right in the middle. There's a dedicated booth right in the mall. Now you have no excuse. Okay, so I got to go to Millwood's or St. Albert Mall. Yeah. To do my lotto. Yeah. To do your lotto. I'll be back tomorrow, Mars. <laughs> Bit of a road trip. Fantastic. Sherwood Park Mall, too. Our oh, okay. Sherwood Park friends are texting in this morning. Okay. And Superstore has a lotto kiosk. Well, yeah, it's a corner where you buy them, but there's always someone waiting. I find the Superstore ladies don't really. And they only do cash deals. Yeah. And did you hear Crash? Yeah. There's always someone waiting. Yeah. Right? You don't want to stand in line, would you, behind a lotto person? No. Yeah. Wouldn't that Gross. be terrible? <laughs> <laughs> Listen to yourself. <laughs> uh, this one here says, Crash, go cash in your lotto tickets on your way to work when no one is up. Yeah, we're not getting up uh, no, earlier not, to do that. Yeah, I'm not waking up earlier for that either. No, <laughs> no, I, that's, that's not happening. <laughs> okay, so the malls do the have them. The malls do have them. Yeah. Uh, Lotto Center, Southgate apparently has them. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Well, there were also 42 Maximilian prizes of $1 million each up for grabs. 18 of them were won by tickets purchased across the mm-hmm. country. The jackpot for the next Lotto Max draw on January the 13th. Will be approximately thirty-four million dollars, which I'd still take. Don't you feel like it should be higher? Yeah, I do. For the amount of yes. tickets that were spent on trying to win the sixty million, absolutely, they're making lots of money. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Like it should have been another sixty million dollar prize. Yeah, there it should be, or lots and lots of Maximilians. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice to see the numbers, right? Like on how they decide yeah. the next week's, like how much jackpot. they actually pulled yeah. in because of that sixty million. Yeah. That would be pretty sweet, but so yes, no one in Edmonton winning <laughs> anything, anything whatsoever. <laughs> Did you buy tickets for that draw? I bought one ticket, like a gentleman. Yeah, one, one. ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> it only takes one to win. It only takes one to win. Yeah, and increase my chances by fifteen. By fifteen. All right. Uh, how many of you guys watched the Golden Globes last night? Did anybody sit down and watch the whole awards show? Are people watching that? Mm, we had the hockey game on. 
actually, I recorded the Golden Globes. <laughs> and I like the Golden Globes for some reason. Their <laughs> celebrities are drinking, they're getting a little loose lipped. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just like skipped through the. Yeah, the you good blow parts. through all the boring speeches. As far as award shows go, I thought it was a, a decent. Was it decent? A decent time, yeah. 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 I don't know. I didn't watch any of it. Not a, not a highlight? No. no. No, I didn't watch any. I don't watch any award shows. Like, I, just a bunch of fart sniffers. Yeah. I'd, like, oh, we're rich, and I want to thank other rich people. But yeah, this is weird, right? Yeah, really I know. Trash. Right. Very <laughs> upset, yeah. Uh, well, here's some of the winners from last night's, uh, I guess, Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy went to Emma Stone for La La Land. Best Actor, Musical or Comedy, Ryan Gosling, La La Land. Did anybody see La La Land? Is it, it won, even out yet? It won a lot of awards. Yeah, it's out. Is it out? Yeah, I haven't seen it. I don't see you going to see it. What's well, a musical, right? I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Crash, I don't think he'll go. Yeah, I guarantee I'm not seeing that one. I might go by myself to see it, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, best musical or comedy, obviously. La La Land winning that one. Uh, let's see. Best actor in a drama, Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea. Anybody see Manchester by the Sea? Supposed to be pretty heavy. Mm. Like a real like depressing. Deep. Yeah. deep. Yeah, I probably won't see that like one sad. either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you've got to be in a spot, right? <laughs> in a bad time in your life. Yeah, you've yeah. got to be like... <laughs> Going through some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah then yeah. you pop in Manchester yeah. by yeah. the sea. Uh, and then for on the television side of it, best drama series beating out Stranger Things and Game of Thrones was The Crown on Netflix. Is that the one you're watching? Yeah, that's yeah. the one I'm watching oh, right now. It? Uh, I really like it. I think it's really good. Uh, Crash won't watch it, so I have to watch it by myself on my mm-hmm. computer. But in the bedroom, in the bedroom alone. Like, go but, on, get. Yeah, I, I, uh, no, I really like it. I think it's good. You'd probably find it terribly boring, Crash. It's about the royals. right? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. But is it like like scandalous royals, or just like the royals? Um, it's not scan. Well, I mean, it's like scandalous British scandalous. Oh, yeah, mm. not. America um, scandalous. Like so you and Rob Grant would love it. Yeah, like <laughs> Rob Grant would be like, "Oh, he hid his disease." Mm, <laughs> yes, yeah, scandal. You know, it's <laughs> so I, I really like it though. I think I think it's pretty good. Hmm. Uh, lots of uh, p- the people versus OJ Simpson winning as well, and then of course uh, the big winner of the C- Cecil C. DeMille Award went to Meryl Streep, and a lot of people are talking about her speech this morning in which she was able to talk about Donald Trump without saying his name. Mm, yeah. Once. And she kind of mocked him, right? Uh, well, she, she, I'm, I'm not going to say mock isn't the word. That's she expressed her concerns about she, him being like, the leader. Yeah. And she and also. reacted something he did, right? No, she, she expressed concern about him making fun of a handicapped right, reporter. Yeah. And then, of course, he started tweeting, I believe it was about two hours ago. He's mm. up and he's upset. I do love how he like will tweet back all these celebrities. <laughs> so weird, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, Donald Trump tweeted this morning, Meryl Streep, one of the most overrated actresses in Hollywood. She doesn't know me, but attacked me last night at the Golden Globes. She is a Hillary flunky lost big. For the 100th time, I never mocked a disabled reporter. Would never do that. But I simply showed him groveling when he totally changed a 16-year-old story that he had written in order to make me look bad. Hmm. There is video of him mocking yeah. the reporter, well, which it's, is... It's like GIF animation. It's uh You can say he didn't, but they're, it's in there. the video, he's, yeah. he's mocking. Mm. He's definitely mocking the reporter. So there's some highlights of the Golden Globes from last night. Okay, for those of you who are carrying a little bit of weight around your waist... 
Don't this, look at me. This <laughs> <laughs> like the side of my eye can see her like glare over. Did you, did you finish that popcorn tube? Oh, yeah, I finished yeah, it. Okay. Oh, yeah. That you? was done before you guys left <laughs> the country. Yeah, it was good. Right on. Uh, well, if you do find yourself carrying a little bit of weight around your waist and then you also realized... Um, that, hey, listen, you're a cocaine addict. <laughs> this story is for you. 48-year-old Florentino Herrera was pulled over in Austin after he blew a stop sign right before the New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. He failed some sobriety tests. He was arrested for drunk driving. Cops put him in the back of their car to take him off to jail. Apparently, he didn't realize there was a camera rolling in the back of the oh, police no. car. So once he was alone, he lifted up his tummy fat and pulled out the cocaine he had been hiding there. He put cocaine in the fold of his belly? <laughs> oh. Oh. Please say he then tried to destroy it by smashing it into the carpet of the back of the police car. <laughs> oh, that is oh, nasty. Uh, he was hit with another charge for evidence tampering and having hidden narcotics. I wonder how much there, stuff so. you could hide in the folds. If you've got folds... Mm-hmm. Then I think you could probably do well. Are the police allowed to search your uh, your folds? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't even think of checking someone's folds because, like a roadside pat down. Yeah, they're not removing clothing, right? They're just sort of you just quickly yeah, they're patting down. down. Yeah. And did you guys know there's cameras in the back of police cars? I don't no. know if there are here. I'm going to say I would make the assumption that there is. I thought for sure there would be like a rear view mirror one, but I didn't know if they yeah. have one in the very back. That doesn't seem fair. Hmm. Yeah, it does. I guess, but <laughs> <laughs> you did the crime <laughs> to end up in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you okay. can be filmed. You can, yeah, you can be filmed. But if you're looking at a good place to stash your coke, you might want to consider your back folds or your stomach folds. Well, think about it. If you got a big stomach fold, you could fit a knife in there. Right? Oh. oh, that's a good point. You're right. You can... Like, if you got a good good amount of folding going on in the front, you could slide a knife in there. And that wouldn't be... You wouldn't feel it in the pat-down. A no. gun? Handcuff keys? Right. You put anything in yeah. there. Oh. Uh, this text here, summing everything up this morning, says, if it can go up your butt, then folds, I think, are a go. Right? It's like a flesh fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Crash. It is. A fleshy fanny pack. It is a fleshy fanny pack. Keep your lunch warm in there. Oh, absolutely. You're right. You can steam a wiener in there for your hot dog. That's what you can do. All right, some people. I lost the remote in my fold. No, you didn't lose the remote. Last place you looked. Oh, yeah. Although I suppose it would fold in there, right? Fold it in there, yeah. All right, for those of you who are hoping to go out with a bang, in other words, have the funeral of a lifetime, you might want to look at what a 76-year-old politician in Taiwan did last week. His son honored his father, the politician, by hiring 50 strippers to pole dance on the tops of Jeeps during his funeral procession. (laughs) Oh, wow. Now, apparently, the 76-year-old told his family he dreamed about having strippers at his funeral two days before he died, so they fulfilled his dying wish. Uh, There is video (laughs) online if you want to go and check that out. The audio, there really isn't much to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But apparently, hiring exotic dancers to perform at funerals is not a new thing. In certain parts of China, strippers will be hired to attract a larger crowd at a funeral, making that person seem more popular or important. Oh, yeah. I remember we had a story on that. We did. Yeah. 
that they would hire like outrageous things just to get people in. Yeah, like you know when you see people either at, outside of a funeral home or a church or whatever, mm-hmm. like going in to celebrate that person's life. Well, I guess popularity or importance is a really big deal. Mm. So some families will hire like a spectacle outside. So you as the public will be walking by and be like, what? Strippers? Yeah. <laughs> and you'll go and check it out. Or people are just hired to go there. Or, or they hire people yeah. to like go. That's big yes. business too, I think. Depending on your relation to the deceased, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure sometimes you don't want a party. Yeah. If it's like someone close. Uh, right. Relative. Mm. Uh, but wouldn't it? Not a necessarily a stripper, but just a little entertainment be nice at a to, funeral? To lighten the mood? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's supposed to be a celebration of life, right? Right. So it should be like a little bit of a party. Or you do a two-part service. Uh, first part sad for the immediate family and friends. That's yeah. true. And then like co-workers and stuff have like a second part. We're like, yeah. hey. Like yeah. a, have a crying section and then have the party Yeah, like smoking and non-smoking. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah, a good yeah, point. Yeah. Because, like, the staunch Catholic upbringing that I had Ooh. is, like, screaming, no, no, no. <laughs> right? Yeah, there would be we, no party there. We wear all black and we mourn. Yeah. But the party side of me... Yeah, see? ...wants to uh, go to a party funeral. Yeah. Like, I want someone to crack a beer for me. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think throw people it would. Urn. And pour it on my urn. I don't know if... Like, if you died, though, I don't know if I'd be in the best of moods. That's what I mean. That's the trouble. Right? That's why you need two But sections. I would want you to party. But whereas, like, if we lost, let's say, the boss, like, I'd pour one out. You'd pour one out for him? Yeah, because I, I don't know how upset I'd be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great if we treated his funeral like he treats work and just not show up. <laughs> <laughs> we all show up at 10.30. Yeah. <laughs> we're two hours late. Yeah, at 10.30 and we're done by 11. <laughs> I'm just kidding, boss. We love you. They're like, you need to haul the casket. We're like, nah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Someone else will get it. Put it in the back. Yeah, we'll get it tomorrow. We put in a long day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is overtime, guys. All right, for those of you who are driving around right now, maybe with some kitty litter in the back of your vehicle, either A, because you have cats, or B, because uh, you don't have winter tires and you need some traction, Mm -hmm. you may want to heed the story of this Houston man who has now been cleared of a drug charge, but... He was arrested for the possession of meth. A traffic stop in early December led to the discovery of almost half a pound of what deputies believed to be methamphetamines. Now, the driver, the Houston man, said, I swear to God, I don't do drugs. They arrested him, threw him in jail. They did a couple of roadside tests, three of them, Mm -hmm. and all three tests came back positive for methamphetamines. And this guy's adamant he wasn't doing drugs. He's like, I was not doing drugs. So they took the methamphetamines to the forensic lab where it was discovered it was the crystal kitty litter. Oh, like the blue crystals? Yeah, the white and blue (laughs) crystals. That stuff does look... Druggy? Yeah. But why did it pass... For drugs they don't on know. the road. You know so what, what is in kitty litter? You meth? know when you watch those um, like the airport shows where they do the drug test, they put them in the little plastic packs. Yeah, and they snap right. it and then they, flick the packet. They flick it and if it turns pink or blue, it matches the drug they're testing for. Mm. That's what they did here. And it tested positive for methamphetamine. Hmm. I wonder if the kitty litter, like the blue crystal, has a dye in it. That when they put it in the liquid, it just changed like a, a purpley or whatever color. It, yeah, it and could. And they're like, oh my god, it's meth. For those of you who don't have cats, they do have a crystal-like litter. Uh, it is. It comes in white or blue and, or white and blue crystals. And it's uh, it's it's just meant to absorb urine. It mm. traps in the odor. Mm. Traps it in. 
Our cats do not like they that. They hate it. Don't like the crystals? They no. don't like the crystals. They got old school cats. Yeah. They, got, they want the sand. Like, yeah. they want that clay oh, yeah. the barrier. just gets everywhere. Right. Yeah, they want that, <laughs> damn it. They do not want the crystals. Uh, he did spend three days in jail, and he is now actively working uh, to uh, clear his name. Here's the thing, though, is that the kitty litter was being transported in big Ziploc bags. Oh, okay. That's sketchy. He said his mom gave him some to take home. He <laughs> yes. <was out>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what does kitty litter cost? <laughs> well, she probably bought both. Yeah, oh. she probably had tons of him. He's like, yeah. here, dear, take some home. He I'll got put some in Ziplocs for you. He got thrown in jail. Yeah. All right, for those of you who didn't watch the Golden Globes last night, but instead you watched the Oilers and the Sens game, the Ottawa Senators, uh, they won last night. Mm-hmm. 5-3 was the final score. Uh, Mark Stone had a goal and two assists, and Mike Condon turned away 35 shots as the Senators hung on to beat the Edmonton Oilers 5-3. Did you watch any of that game? Yeah, it's time for a new... Uh, Gustafson seems like a great guy, but a goalie situation. Now nah, there's been lots of talk the about that. Can mm. use a little, uh, the backup, yeah. Upgrade. Ottawa scored six times in a win over the New York Islanders back on December 18th, but produced just tw- uh, 12 total goals in its next six games before finding its off against Edmonton last night. Uh, two goals from Patrick Maroon, which now puts Maroon above Connor McDavid for scoring. This guy's on fire. Mars was stop. all about Won't Maroon on Friday. Oh, yeah. He's which- now my background on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I got that. checking all his stats on got Friday. that sweet hat-trick last week. Well, people and... have been screaming for him to get put on uh, McDavid's line, and then mm-hmm. they finally do it, yeah. and it's uh, gangbusters. Yeah. yeah, he's the best, and he's got the best smile in the league. <laughs> so 5-3 final score for the uh, Sens last night, if you watched any of that game. Next up for the team, uh, of course, they take on the Sharks tomorrow. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. Alrighty, it is going to be a snowy, cold day today. If you're just waking up, uh, keep in mind the roads are a little snow-covered this morning. Minus 17 with flurries today. That's what you're going to see. It is snowing right now. Is it snowing right now? Yeah. Yeah. It's 620, and we're sitting at minus 20. Good Monday morning. I do want to give you guys an update on hiding cocaine in the folds of your skin. Yeah, sure. Uh, because I got a couple of uh, anonymous police officers and correction agent uh, officers who texted in this sure, morning. Yeah. Uh, this one, G off the cop this morning. Uh, he says that cops will flip through your folds. <laughs> <laughs> like a Rolodex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing like as what they're frisking. What you got frisking, in this one? Yeah. A little doobie here in your next fold. You got some cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So they probably, they obviously then go like mm, right through the folds. They give actually it, do lift it. Yeah, lift it and maybe do a little like around, or under the rim oh, kind no, of check. No, 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 that's so gross. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, he also says yes to the cameras in the back seat. If, mm. uh, in the back. If they don't, they flip their dash cam. Mm, okay. Around. Point in the back. Yeah. Another one here says, I work in corrections and I can tell you now that during a strip search, if the person does have folds, we will ask them to lift their rolls. For women, we will also ask women to lift their breasts. I was just going to ask. Yeah. We've also asked men to lift their breasts. Mm. So if they, uh, if, if you've they got, have like man boobs, if you've got folds yeah. or places where things can be stashed. What then. about uh, under the bits? Right? Yeah. I think that that's a part of the fold. Spread your cheeks. There's a fold there. Yeah. Under, under the berries. Under the berries. You can fit <laughs> things under the berries, perhaps. Yeah. Lift up the girls. Yeah. 
And then the rest of the folds. I have no idea they actually did that. Get it? Well, Makes sense. I mean, come on. Because get big enough folds to conceal a weapon, so. That guy had a whole bunch of blow in his folds. <laughs> <laughs> True. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you guys remember uh, last week when we talked about that dude? Uh He's in California, and he's got a really popular YouTube channel. And he's known for making sketchy jumps into the ocean, <gasps> into pools from cliffs and building roofs. The guy that hit the pool? Yeah. The side of the pool? Yeah. What he does is he climbs up onto the uh, the roof of, like, motels that have a large outdoor pool in California, and then he jumps off of the roof. In the last video that he did, the one that we were talking about, he missed the pool. And he ended up shattering both of his feet. I put a uh, video of that on our uh, website. I'll throw it's, a link. I'll th- it's brutal. I'll it's throw brutal. a link on our uh, app here. Right. So just keep in mind before you watch that video, if that stuff makes you squeamish, it will. Because he shattered both of his feet when they clipped the edge of the pool on his way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is... How did he get the security footage? Uh, I think that's his camera. Because oh. he sets up well, a he GoPro. He sets up multiple cameras. Yeah, that's yeah. why his YouTube channel is like through the charts on, on views. Oh. Well, I got an email over the weekend regarding that story. No, uh, no. About jumping in. And uh, this one here, it's from Greg. Uh, he says, hey, Mars, I just wanted to share a story with you uh, about people doing dumb things. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was younger, I used to love to jump my snowmobile. Mm-hmm. Did you jump your sleds? Absolutely. All the time? Yeah. Uh, well, my uncle and my brother and I decided to make a huge jump. Mm-hmm. We spent two days building it. It actually, we built it so that it shot you right directly up into the air <laughs> and not forward. Yeah. Uh, I was young and dumb and decided that I was going to be the first one to take our makeshift jump out in the woods. I took it up. The sled went about 20 feet up in the air and came back down. Mm. It actually landed on top of me. Yeah. Miraculously, I only walked away with a broken ankle. Really? Wow, you're lucky. Like it just shot straight yeah, up and went like because boom, the way that he on the backside of it. I'm guessing they didn't build the jump with a like with an angle to it. It was straight yeah, up. it was like straight up. So yeah. it shot you, <laughs> shot you straight up in the yeah. air. Uh, he just said that he wanted to. That story reminded him of some of the young stupid things that he did. <gasps> so I thought we could talk about. A reckless decision that you made. Mm. And like sitting here now, you're like, I'm lucky. I am lucky to be alive. Well, you made the decision to go on the back of the sled with my brother. That was a very reckless decision. Right? We were doing our yeah. cross Canada move. I trusted him. I should have never trusted we him. We stopped off at uh, my mom's place, dead yeah. of winter, and my brother's there. He's like, oh, you've never been on a sled? Get on the back. Yeah. And my entire family's like, do, do not get on the back. The even, whole family said it. Even my neighbor. I know your neighbor came yeah, over. My neighbor Mark came over. He's like, "No, you do not get on the back of that sled." And you're like, "It'll be okay." Well, I know. And I looked at your brother John. I'm like, "It's going to be okay, right?" And John's like, "I would never do anything to hurt you." Well, and that yeah, was a big fat yeah, lie. Racing sled. We're taking jumps. I'm like, my butt's leaving the back of the sled. I'm on the sled behind, and I'm just looking at John and Mars ripping on the sled in front of me. Oh, it was awful. And he takes this driveway doing like a hundred. Yes. Poof. Right up, up in the air, and I just see Mars helmet smashing in the back of his yeah it was uh it, that was a reckless decision <laughs> it was such a bad idea yeah that was and i was like uh i wasn't like a young you know kind of like teen like whatever i'm gonna do whatever and not worry about the consequences yeah i was an adult with an adult brain making adult decisions should have never have done that that was like what 13 years ago yeah yeah was it a was a long time ago and i also trusted your brother right 
Shouldn't have done that. Since that day? No. 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 I also let his two-year-old son drive a snowmobile that I was on the back of. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, that quad. Oh, the quad, yeah. Another dumb decision. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Uh, if you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about the reckless decision that you made, uh, in which now you're sitting back looking at it and saying to yourself, man, I am lucky to be alive. Mm-hmm. Well, look at the reason why my nose is uh, crooked. Oh, yeah, that's right. Same deal. And we, with the ramp. Yeah, we had uh, two BMX bu- uh, bikes, me and my bud. Yep. And in the driveway, we thought we'd build this giant ramp. So we found some old pieces of plywood, some wood, built this ramp. And then <laughs> I did the jump first. But he was right behind me. We decided to, like, tandem it. I don't sure, know why. because that's a dumb decision. <laughs> a totally dumb a decision. Re- yeah. I hit this giant jump as I, like, reef up on the handlebars. My handlebars came off. So when I landed, I landed flat on the ground, and my buddy landed on my face. Mm. So he was right behind me. No time to turn away. Mm. Yeah, and then just pushed. Right up fl- my nose. He could, he could have killed me. Yeah, uh, yeah, he probably could have. Right? Instead, he just ruined your face for the rest of your life. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the reckless decisions uh, that looking back on it, you're thinking to yourself, man, I am lucky to be alive. Uh, this text here says, when I was eight or nine, my big sister and me thought it would be a really good idea to go skiing in the woods at night alone. No, no. Why? Uh, turns out there was a bear in the woods. <laughs> it actually followed us for about a half an hour. I broke my leg falling, skiing in the woods at night. My sister fell as well, broke her arm. And there was a bear and you were skiing? There was a bear, skiing, broken legs, broken arms, dumb decisions. And the, the bear didn't get to you? No, the bear, no. Like you, you tumbled also, far enough? They also go on to say they think that they were saved by a wolf, but I'm not... <laughs> That's called shock. Yeah, I'm gonna say <laughs> yeah. there was some shock going on because you guys had a bad fall, and and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here says I caught a ride in Kamloops back when I was 20 from a couple that saw me waiting for a cab after a bar one night. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got into a car with a couple? They turned the wrong direction of my place and proceeded to pull in behind a building, ah. only to say, "We'll get you home. We're just waiting for our dealer." <laughs> They were picking up? They were crackheads. And now when I think back on it, uh, that was a really dumb decision. That was a very dumb decision. They proceeded to park by the river behind a dumpster. I thought they were going to kill and dismember me and throw me in the dumpster. But no, they decided to smoke some crack and then they drove me home. It was the stupidest decision ever, but I lived to tell the tale. That's from Miranda on White. So they were they were nice crack people yeah they were crack, crack addicts yeah um but they just needed to pick up crack and yeah. smoke it first so they they saw miranda and said get in yeah she's like sweet and then they went and met their dealer then they smoked and then they took miranda <laughs> <laughs> probably rolled out of the car she's like oh my oh, god I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> call crash and mars 489-4669 join the conversation all right, we're talking about the reckless things that you've done, maybe in your past, maybe over the weekend. Yeah. You did something that was so stupid. But you live to tell the tale. Yes. Uh, this text here says, my mom's entire childhood was made up of reckless decisions. Uh, one of my favorite ones was when she was a kid, she lived on a farm. Her and her sisters would climb into the front bucket of the tractor, and then one of her older cousins would drive the tractor and actively try to dump them from the bucket. Oh, yes. They would have to hold on for dear life, screaming and laughing. Mm-hmm. If that cousin had ever actually succeeded in dumping them, 
he would have ran them over because yeah. he was driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, remember that uh, ice bucket challenge? Yeah, I remember Ice Bucket Challenge, yeah. sure. Um, just you talking about the bucket reminded me of uh, a video my brother posted. It was him doing the Ice Bucket Challenge, but his buddy had this giant front-end loader oh boy. filled with, with water, water and dropped it on my brother, and my brother said it almost broke his back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was literally like he dumped a boulder on his John! <laughs> In the video, you just see my brother get wiped out. <laughs> Bad oh, idea. That was literally like three years ago. I know. Yeah, okay. Know. All right. Yeah. I'm expecting another video yeah. for 2017, too. Uh, Jackie, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Thank you. All right. Did you do anything reckless? Oh, quite a few things. The yeah. one thing that stands out more than ever is uh, going to a party in Edmonton. We were younger and uh, we were like 18 and we lived outside of Edmonton. Yeah. So I went to a party, didn't have a ride home, started hitchhiking down 118th Ave. No. No. Well, didn't two guys pick us up with this big, huge dopamine picture with them? Oh. Decided to give us a ride. So we were all happy heading back out towards north of Edmonton until they decided, well, last minute, they're going to pull into this field. No, no, no. Yeah, I tell you, me and my girlfriend didn't know what to think. Right? So they drove way out into this middle of the field and tried to pull us out of the truck. And yeah. my girlfriend proceeded to tell them, like, hey, this is something you read in the storybooks. And, yeah. uh we got away from them and started walking, not knowing what was going to happen. Next thing I know, they pulled up beside us, told us to get in. They'd give us a ride home. They were just teaching two young girls not to hitchhike in Edmonton. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. wow. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, by the time we got home, we were thankful to be alive. That's for darn sure. I guess. Yeah. Was that the last time you hitchhiked? Uh, probably not. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. <laughs> Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, let's get to some news on this Monday morning. First of all, anybody who is going to have their kids going back to Westboro Elementary School... In Sherwood Park, it's closed. Yeah. Kids get another day. Elk Island Public Schools is advising parents not to send their children to Westboro Elementary School today. The school is closed because of a water main break. Mm-hmm. So they're hoping it's going to be fixed by tomorrow, but if not, they will let the parents know. So keep that in mind. Westboro Elementary School is closed this morning. You, you don't, you're not going. Nope. Parents are upset. Kids are happy, though. Yes, that's right. Okay, mm-hmm. how many of you uh, guys right now are driving around with a huge amount of snow on your vehicle? You know what Crash and I don't have? Snow brushes. I know. I don't know why. We, I don't know why. I thought we had a whole we were at the bit family, of them. We were at the family cabin for a bit, and then we got a good dumping. That was yeah. uh, like two weeks ago. I go outside, I'm like, oh my god, I don't have a snow brush. They had to so use a broom. I, yeah, I took the house broom to it. Do you have a snow brush in your vehicle? Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally everyone else listening right now. I know, I don't. For whatever reason, I cleaned out our vehicles, <coughs> and I took the snow brushes out, but I think I just threw them in the garbage. I'm like, oh, well, I'm not using that. Why would you ever take them out? I don't know. Make what? room? They're like this, they don't take up zero real estate. I was estate. cleaning, and I was like vacuuming carpets and stuff, and I took everything out. And I just didn't put them back in. Yeah, we've been using our broom for our house. <laughs> <laughs> On the plus side, you guys get to go snow brush shopping. And snow brushes have come a long way. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Right? Versus the old just wood one with the bristles? I yeah, want telescopic. More, there's more torque on the handle for scraping. Oh. Nice. Comfort grips. Oh, oh. You're going to love oh, it. Oh, yes. I can't wait. It's going to be good. Uh, well, you're going to want to brush your vehicle off unless you're like this man, uh, Winnipeg man mm-hmm. who was slapped with a ticket for driving with too much snow on the roof of his vehicle. 
How much was that ticket? Oh, no. $240. Damn. He was, of course, in a very Canadian way, on his way to a hockey rink. <laughs> yes. Uh, when he had a couple of feet of snow on the, on the roof. He had a the, couple of feet? Yeah, he had 10, well, not a couple of feet, about a foot. He yeah. had 10 centimeters of snow on the roof of his minivan. Damn. It was enough to earn him a ticket for operating a vehicle with an unsecured load. That's what they consider? That's what they consider it. Were you supposed to tarp your snow on the roof? Well, no, you're supposed to brush it off. Right. Right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're supposed to get rid of it. That doesn't seem, I put the picture up in the app, it doesn't seem that extreme, does it? No, we've seen a lot worse. I've seen worse than right? that. Like, there's photos that go viral where there's like right. literally three feet of snow on yeah. the roof. Like, this doesn't seem... Is no, that dangerous? Seems, is that, that reckless? That seems like it should have been a warning. Like, hey. Like, clean it off you, right yeah. now kind of thing. But I guess if that whole chunk blows off and hits the car behind you, like Mars, if that hit you, you'd be like, ah! Yeah, I would. Let go of the wheel, right? Yeah, I, I would let go of the wheel. <laughs> I'd put the vehicle in the ditch, and then it would explode. <laughs> Brush off your vehicles, guys. I know. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I will die in a fiery ball in a yeah, ditch. Because of your snow drift on your car. Yeah, if I, if you get a snow drift on it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I, I think I've driven recently with a bit of a snow drift yeah, on I my... Yeah, I followed you. Yeah, I was down the highway. And uh, Crash was following me, and I'm like, well, it doesn't look too slippery. And if I really floor it, the snow will go. So, <laughs> <laughs> like sheets were flying off the roof. So of I, I took out to about a, a buck thirty, and uh, yeah, <laughs> got rid of it. Goes <laughs> faster and faster until the snow blows off. It was just Crash behind me. Whatever, he's in the truck. It doesn't matter. No, but according to uh, this story, make sure you brush it off. And yeah, you're right. Unless it's Crash behind you, you don't want to be hitting people with snow. Yeah. Right? What about the box of trucks? Like when you get the uh, box cover? That's got to be wiped too. I love that too. You can't reach it. Like at the top of my truck, i got to climb on the running board to clean my roof. Yeah. It'll just blow off, right? Yeah, if it's too tricky, just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> That's I, what I'm thinking. This six year says, what if you're super short and you can't reach your roof? Yeah. I'm, in, I'm with you. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm short too. Just leave it. Floor it. It will get rid of it. <laughs> I know. And someone just posted this. Apparently, Surrey RCMP shared a photo of someone who couldn't understand why they were pulled over. And all they did was they had like a yeah. little window. They cleared a little hole in their window. And the rest of it is just completely snow covered. That's funny, actually. Yeah. That's someone who's not very smart. But how many people have done that, right? When you get- I've never done that. You've the never done scrape? that? Come on. Where you just scrape your driver's side? You've done that. Well, maybe about, with ice, but I haven't left the passenger side snow covered. What about like freezing rain on your uh, window? You just clean like the driver's side. You're like, I guess eh, you do. It'll melt and Defrost you can't to you, get the rest. Yeah, yeah, you can't see the rest of your window. <laughs> yeah, but you you're just right. have a little hole, and you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. So dumb. Why no, you guys are right. We've all done that. <laughs> Not with snow though. Like that picture in the app yeah, the is snow. snow. Is, yeah, if you could brush the snow off, like you, you hit your hit it with the wiper blades. Yeah. Uh, this one here says there's new snow brushes that have big styrofoam heads on them so you can push the snow off. Oh, I like really that. Really easily. Nice. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Other people want to know how much was the ticket. It was 240 bucks. Yeah. I, I rounded up. I so. would imagine people would get fined here too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you've got a ton of snow on your vehicle, yeah. So mm-hmm. make sure that you uh, 
brush the snow off. All right, it looks like we've all finally moved on from Mariah Carey's New Year's Eve disaster, but she's back in the news because apparently while she was in Colorado, where marijuana is legal, she was uh, caught by the paparazzi going into a marijuana dispensary. Now, no big deal, right? It's legal. You're allowed to go into a marijuana yeah. dispensary if you want, but you don't go in like Mariah Carey. Why? <laughs> How did she go in? She went into the marijuana dispensary wearing a body-hugging, mermaid-shaped black ball gown. What? Do you have a picture there? I do. Uh, she was in Aspen on a ski trip with her family, and, <laughs> and that's how she bought her well, weed. That's perfect uh, dispensary right? outfit. Very inconspicuous. Yeah. She is literally wearing a ball gown with a short plaid jacket. And a beanie That's probably with a fuzzy how she ball. Skis too. Yeah. <laughs> it is probably how she skis. So of course everybody's having a good laugh over that one. Like you you complain about the attention, but you wear stuff like that. Yeah, you wear a ball gown to pick up your weed. Like I like if she literally just put ski pants on or whatever and a toque, yeah. nobody would know it's Mariah. Right. To be fair, this is sort of dressing down for Mariah. Like that is the most casual of I think maybe you've ever seen her. There's no sparkle on the gown. Yeah. That's, well, that's true. <laughs> She's wearing like the lumberjack jacket. Which doesn't match, but yeah, there she is. Mm -hmm. Have a good look at that. All right, off to Florida we go for this next story here where uh, a man just was doing what he thought he could do uh, in order to save his pants after he pooped them. A local man is being charged with arson after he allegedly lit his underwear on fire (laughs) at a Starbucks. What? The 58-year-old was in the coffee shop. Uh, Apparently he accidentally pooped his pants. So he asked for the key to the bathroom, and he was in there for a really long time. Anybody who has worked at a place where you have to give a key to a bathroom, Mm -hmm. you count the time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you do. Uh, Employees say they could soon smell smoke, and they checked on, tried to check on him by pounding on the door. He exited the restroom, and they found a burning pair of underwear on the floor. He he just wanted to get rid of the evidence? He wanted to get rid of the evidence. Uh, Police officers who were already in the parking lot when he left... Uh, did detain him for quite some time. He said that he didn't know what else to do with his underwear, so he lit them on fire. Panicked. Put, put it in the tank. All right, lift the back. You got. It'll give you a good. How like, the garbage. Uh, then it smells like poo. Yeah, but you're gone. It's that's Starbucks's problem. Well, you're that's not living true. there. Yeah. Yeah. Someone can walk in and just think you did your nasty business. That yeah. Just stinks. I don't know. I think uh, throwing it in a tank will give you a, a good run. I think he panicked. I think he pooped. And panicked. Will mm. uh, will poop burn? I would imagine so. I, I, I picture poop as like a fire, like retardant. Oh, like, you think it would like just... A, I think it would fight the fire. Like kind of melt? Yeah, like it would put out the fire. Ooh. Depending on, you know, the amount in the underwear. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think if the uh, poo slew I grew up around lit on fire at any point. I feel like your poo slew would have steamed. Oh, it was steamy. It was a steamy mess. Uh, for people who are new to the show, do you want to describe um, our, really quickly what your poo slew is? At our local dump, we had uh, the garbage pit. was a giant, giant pit. And then on the other side of the uh, pit, there was a giant hole that all the septic trucks would go pump their poo into. It was just a hole in the ground. Right. And we would throw TVs and windows in there. Yeah. Yeah. Bikes, whatever we could throw in there. And watch it slowly sink. That's called a Manitoba compost pit. (laughs) (laughs) Manitoba compost. Yeah. 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 Uh, But yeah, it it never caught fire. The dump was on fire all the time. 
And wasn't just the fields because Manitoba is all peat moss? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the peat moss fields would light on fire. So the province itself is flammable. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But the poo slew you don't remember. The poo didn't light on fire. Hmm. No. But maybe that's why the fields caught fire, because farmers would also blast the poo all over the field. And then, oh, maybe, yeah, yeah maybe so that's I remember what... seeing, like, sewage trucks just opening it up in a farmer's field. Just like... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just nasty. Just, just, just Manitoba. <laughs> I think, though, he did panic and he tried to light his underwear on fire. He probably should have, A, put them in the back of the tank. You're right. Mm-hmm. B, tossed them in the trash. C, wrapped them in uh, paper towel and taken them outside, thrown them away outside. Uh, this text here says, guys, it is truly disgusting. I worked in garage clothing in Fort McMurray. Sure, okay. And we would have a lot of uh, that type of thing happening yep. in the change rooms all the time. It was truly, truly horrifying. Uh, and it would be, right? In a change room? Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. in a change room, where do you put where it? There's you? no garbage can. That's you, you literally have to walk out with your loaded shorts in hand. Anybody who has worked in retail has had to do that. You've had to touch loaded shorts? Yeah, shorts, diapers, no. uh, everything. Well, I didn't touch it, but it, it was it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's actually heads up thinking if you have an accident in a mall, yeah. is to go to a clothing store and no. just replace everything. <laughs> because you go to the bathroom, you'll never, what are you going to put on after you change out? I guess you go commando, a yeah. dirty commando. Yeah, this text here says, oh, dear Lord, you stay in the bathroom, you call a buddy, and you get him to bring you your new pants. I think I'd light it on fire before I called anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You can call us, Ginge. No, I'm not yeah. calling you. Oh, no. I'll bring you some new no. shorts. Yeah, I'd bring you Never shorts. Never hear the end of it. Ginge, yeah. if my phone rang, I'm oh, like, oh, You wouldn't Ginge. hear the end of it. No. And you're like, I'm in the bathroom at Starbucks. Yeah. I just pooped myself. Yeah. I need some shorts. I'd yeah. bring you shorts, buddy. Or a lighter. Just but bring I'm one of the two I'm expecting you to buy me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And other people are saying that burning poop smells worse than actual poop. Mm. Like when you were working at Club Monaco. Yep. People bust out Monaco's in their shorts? They did. All mm. the time. <sighs> dirty be, Monaco. Oh, yeah. It was at least once a month. Yeah. You'd find once dirty. A month? Yeah, at least. Anybody who's worked in retail knows. At least once a month. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't diapers, it was undies. Oh. All the time. Like we've all been like close, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Where I just you're want, like, oh, no. I worked in the women's section. Mm. I didn't deal with the men's change rooms. And so, Club Monaco, too. As long as it was like a Blue Notes or something. Like, Club Monaco. Like, nice. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Classy poops. Yeah. Because you yeah. expect that at Blue right. Notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Blue Notes and Stitches. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's right. All right. For those of you who are big fans of zombies, I've got some bad news for you. Researchers at the University of Leicester in England just finished up a study on zombies, and they figured out that if we did, in fact, have a zombie apocalypse, humans would not last very long. As a matter of fact, they say that it would take zombies less than 100 days to either annihilate everyone or infect everyone on the planet. And it would only take them 100 days to completely wipe out humanity. That would make the infection spread twice as fast as the plague did in Europe in the 14th century. It would drop the population from 7.5 billion to just 181 people in 100 days. That's really sketchy when you think about that, right? Yeah. Like if zombies were a legit thing? If they were, yeah. That's how quick it could take everyone out. The few hundred people who managed to avoid getting infected could begin to repopulate the Earth, although it would take about 27 years before the population would see any sort of growth or recovery system. Hmm. The chance that you could kill a zombie? Yeah. Not very high, guys. 10%. That low? 
that low. I don't know. We have that zombie handbook at home. We do have a zombie handbook. Yeah. But we don't have any guns. Or do we? <laughs> In case any zombies are listening. <laughs> Good thinking, buddy. Right? Smart. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, planted it. Yeah. <laughs> Still them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oilers were on the ice last night, taking on the Ottawa Senators. Uh, they couldn't get the win, though. Sends one over the Oilers. 5-3 was the final score uh, last night. The Oilers, though, got two goals from Patrick Maroon, one from Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid having two assists, and guess what? Guess what? Gustafsson? <laughs> I have a hard time with his last name. He won't be here much longer. You don't have to learn it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, he made 13 <laughs> saves. Edmonton entered the third period, trailing 4-3, and then uh, desperately tried to get another goal, uh, but they couldn't. Oilers outshot the Sens 17-3 in the period in 29-8 over the final 40 minutes, but they couldn't get the goals in the net. 5-3 was the final score. Next up for the Oilers is tomorrow. They're back at home here at Rogers Place, where they take on the San Jose Sharks. Puck drops out. At 7 o'clock. Alrighty, it is going to be a cold, wintry day today. Minus 17 for the high with snow. Uh, tonight, more snow and minus 24. So snow pretty much all day. It is 719 and we're sitting at minus 19. Good morning. Uh, and for whatever reason, with the... Uh, Guy lighting his underwear on fire in a Starbucks. Everybody wants to talk about a time. Yeah. Were you throwing down a random tube? Yeah. <laughs> Every time someone's got a story, and that's okay. Oh, yeah. That's, it's, uh, it's fine. Yeah, that's okay. I am floored that change rooms, like in clothing stores, oh, are the most popular spot. Anyone who has worked in retail knows. It, wouldn't it be better just to go into a public bathroom, get rid of it there, and just go commando? It would be. But like the change room, there's no garbage can. No, there isn't. You literally have to walk out with yep. loaded shorts in your purse or if you're a dude, in your hand. No, they leave them. That's why anybody working in retail right, has gone right, in to right, clean out right. the change room and there you go. Uh, this one here says, hey guys, I work in a library. We had a security guard walking around checking things out. And then he uh, stopped to ask all of us ladies if any of us had a dog in the library. Nope. Just a patron who pooped by the books. No, no, no. Hmm. I just dropped trowel and threw it down by Harry Potter. No, right, uh, no it was in the... Uh, Canadian history section. <laughs> so good. Petrified wood. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Uh, here, let's go to uh, Megan. Story about a random two. Okay, well, one time when I was still back in university, one semester I was working at a pet store. I won't name it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And there was, like, it was at Kingsway Mall. And, like, the weirdest people would come in. Anyway, one time a customer looked on our wall. We had, like, a little, you know those little beta Siamese fighting fish? Yeah. Well, we had a little wall mount. Um, aquarium with one of them in it. Yeah, yeah. And this customer was like, "What's in there with the fish?" So we all went and looked, and it was a piece of human poo. What? We didn't know. Yeah. In the morning, it wasn't like that because we had to feed them. So someone came in and like dropped this deuce right in there. It was how so did, disgusting. How did they get into the pet store? I have no idea. Like we don't know if they walked in with a bag and then when no one was looking, but it was so disgusting. And they just quickly drop a turd in there? Yeah. Oh, oh, that is disgusting. Yeah, and so we don't we didn't have cameras or anything to look, but I mean it was kind of funny at the time, but basically rock, paper, scissoring, who had to clean it out? Luckily wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> 
All these beta fish just swimming around this oh turd. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, well, we can't really, like, clean him, so we'll change his water, but he survived for, like, a year, so. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. Retail friends are texting, and oh. I told you, anyone who has worked in retail knows that <sighs> if you go into a change room or if you go into a washroom, that it could be... Um, it could be a dicey situation. Yeah. This text here says, I worked at Zeller's Kingsway for eight years. Oh, okay. And there, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous the amount of situations involving customers pooping themselves. Well, you're at Zeller's, right? <laughs> um, so, did you ever hang out in the cafeteria at Zeller's? Oh, yeah. I forgot about the right? Zeller's cafeteria. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'll bet you that's where it was. There. Yeah. Uh, I remember going into a bathroom in uh, Winnipeg at Salisbury House. Oh, boy. And you go into the stall, and there it is, right in the corner. Yeah. Loaded shorts. Yes, come on. Just left right there. They didn't even, like, cover it up. It was just, like, placed Placed. Perfectly. You got to get rid of him. Oh. You got to get rid of him. This one here says, I was the manager at McDonald's. I had a guy come in, take off all of his clothes, lock himself in the bathroom, took a nap. Oh. None of us could get in. Well, at least it's just a nap. I've seen people sleep as well. Yeah. That's okay. A nap is fine if you don't have to clean up anything after. Did, did you read that horrifying text of the Timmys and Vermilion? Yep, and I will not read no. that one on the if, air. If you guys have the app, uh, scroll and read that one. That is, yeah. that is filthy. <laughs> <laughs> that is disgusting. It's, it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, Michelle, how are you doing today? Not too bad. Excellent. All right, so uh, you got a story about a random two? I sure do. Yeah, where did it go? What happened? <laughs> well, my daughter and I went into, we were at Weston Tomorrow. We saw the photo booths and we thought, oh, let's go take a picture. You know, you get those cute little strips of pictures. And so she's yeah. about five. We walked inside, uh, pulled the curtain back and walked inside. And we went down and there was a poo right along the wall. <laughs> and it wasn't small, you guys. Oh, no. What on earth? That is so disgusting. What? Yeah, we came blasting out of there really fast. And you're just trying to have a nice mother-daughter moment and get a sure. shoot of four photos. Right, have some funny, goofy photos. <laughs> and it's a loaded photo uh, booth. Come on. We didn't get a photo. We didn't even. Yeah, we just work. ran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, avoid that and go find hand oh, sanitizer. My God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is so gross. Thanks for sharing that, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. You're welcome. Okay. Have a great day. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now Radio. All right. Running into a random two. Right? Have yeah. you ever stumbled upon one? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, David, who... Yeah, besides Club Monaco, uh, like, in, just in... Uh, like in your everyday life? I'm trying to think if there's been one like recently. Not at work. I feel like it happens often. I'm pretty well, sure. look at the texts that are rolling yeah. in. And your boss texted in again. Yeah. Your uh, former boss, David, yes. there. He says, remember, Mars, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I know. That's how I get through this job. <laughs> all the twos I was Oh, yeah. All the twos that you were scooping. Yeah. Uh, this text here from Sam on the south side. She uh, says, hey, guys, I used to work for a black tie banquet hall here in the city. Hmm. We had an elevator service in the back that either staff would use to bring down trays of food. Uh, people with wheelchair or handicaps could use as well. So everybody could get downstairs to the party room. Yeah. It was a very small service elevator. It could fit maybe four people standing up, one wheelchair and maybe two people. We also kept this nice little chair in the elevator for the elderly who would rather sit during an elevator ride than stand. Okay. Lovely. You're trying to move people around, get them to the party, right? Yeah. One day after a relatively rambunctious party, we noticed a piece of bread on the chair. 
a staff member went to pick it up and started screaming. Lo and behold, there was a stray poo <laughs> holding the bread to the chair. No, no. We ended up throwing the chair out in the dumpster. They threw a two down and covered it with a, a slice of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I'd be horrified if I picked up the slice of bread. Yeah. Right? Because you just think bread. Yeah. You don't think it's yeah, you think someone, the, the no. disaster that no. is a number two. No, you you think someone just left a slice of bread on the elevator chair that the elderly people sit on. Right. Not covered a poop with a and, slice and of bread. And you love bread. I, not anymore. <laughs> no, I'm done with toast. Down with toast. Uh, Shauna on six here. Where did, where did you run into a two? Well, and my kids still remember it, and this was like over 10 years ago. We were at the Calgary Zoo, and they were quite little at the time. I think our middle son was maybe like three years old. Yeah. And we're walking through the Calgary Zoo where it's all those little caves and dinosaurs and whatever, and we walk in, and there is a mother letting her child poop in the cave. No, no. come on. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah, walked right into it. And you don't, like, realize what's happening, right? Because people shouldn't do those things. Yeah, you and would never you would never <laughs> imagine yeah. walking in and no. seeing that happening. Right. Yep. And you walk- they were. And oh. they just look at us like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you looking at? Keep on moving. Right? That is so disgusting. I know. I, and then what? What do you do then? You just walk away? Right? I guarantee they didn't clean it up. Oh, no. Right? Because if you're letting your kid do their business in they a cave, walked away. You leave it. Yeah, the Calgary Zoo staff probably had to, to, yeah, to like, clean it up. so gross. Take your so kid gross. to the bathroom. Right? And I mean, it was kind of right at the beginning. So it's not like you're even that far in. You're like, not even deep in the a, caves? And, uh, yeah, like maybe they were, it was like, thought it was like caveman style. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the roots yeah, here. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. that is disgusting. <laughs> and you just kind of walk by and carry on. Uh, well, I think my husband had something to say. I don't mm. remember. I was like horrified. Yeah. But um, I'm sure he said something at that point, but I <laughs> maybe I've blocked it. I don't know. But my kids do. They bring it up. Remember when the kid pooped in the cave? In right. The Just a scarring yeah. moment for the kids. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Brutal. Okay, thanks for that one, Shauna. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Have okay. a good day, guys. You, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Text Crash and Mars. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Join the conversation. Now radio. The time that you ran into a random two. Um, lots of people have some stories about it. This is happening way too often. Yeah, it is. And it's not like they're like disasters. They're solid. Yeah, they're <laughs> just, they're everywhere. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, I live in a condo building over in Short Park. A few years ago, our building had a serial pooper. No, no. Taking craps in the stairwells. It was awful. You would walk into the stairwell to go down to your car and then you would walk into a brick wall of poo. Mm. There was even a letter sent around to every single condo unit asking whoever it was to please stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fun letter to get. That is the worst. That's a fun one. Anyone have like a phantom pooper at work? Oh, gosh. Could you imagine? Like, in the stairwell? Like, imagine if we had just a random pooper in the building. Oh, that would be... I would be mad at that. Like, it's underneath the front desk. Yeah. It's by the coffee machine. I'd be mad at that. Beside the vending machine. Mm That would be terrible. Well, we have... Like, here we have the the random sink clogger. That's true. We still don't know who that is, and that sink gets clogged all the time, whether it's a group of people or whether... Is it two? No, oh. no, 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 God. <laughs> is that if, why it's Like, up? if someone just told me that, I'd quit. I'm out of here. It's gross. <laughs> we need a security camera over the sink. I can't work with monsters like oh, that. That is disgusting. Good God. Um, Ellen, how are you doing today? 
I'm good. Excellent. All right, you stumbled across a uh, random two or what? Actually, you know what? I guess I'm. I had no idea there were so many twos around the city. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. And, it's and, and honestly, I have never come across one. Yeah. But my hu- my husband has, and I. I can only think that these people are, like, they just have to go to the bathroom so bad that they can't even get to a toilet. But my husband works out at Redwater um, working on the upgrader. He's an electrician welder. Yeah. And um, every once in a while, the guys will find a random poo in the structure somewhere. No, no. And, I mean, I can, I guess I can understand, you know, trades people and stuff like that. <laughs> but I can't understand people inside a retail store and I mean, they haven't found the guys yet. They, yeah. they think one of it, maybe it's one of the night staff. But <laughs> I like how it's like a random rig pooper. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows where he yeah, is no or one. who he is. The phantom well, pooper. When, when he told me, I said, are you serious? Does that really happen? And after listening to your show, yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would, it does. I would rather run into a random two outside versus inside. I agree. Obviously, right? Obviously. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I can't understand. In a store. Or, yeah. I mean, in a photo booth. I yeah. mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you know yeah. what, Ellen? This is a new yeah. year. It yeah. might be your year to run into a random two. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send a snap. Search Crash and Mars. All one word on Snapchat. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Right, let's get to some news on this uh, Monday, snowy January morning. First of all, for kids who are going to the Elk Island Westboro Elementary School, your school is closed. Yeah, for the kids. Boo, for, for the, the parents. That's right. Uh, the school is closed because of a water main break. Uh, they're going to say that they will let parents know. It should be fixed for tomorrow, uh, but they will keep you updated. So that's Westboro Elementary School, Elk Island Public Schools, is advising parents not to send your kids there this morning due to a water main break. So just keep that in mind. Mm. All righty. Okay, do you guys remember um, Mark Twitchell? Oh, yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. Uh, are you on dating sites? What? How does this coincide? Well, Mark Twitchell has uh, now popped up on a convict dating website. Mm. Uh, the website is known as Canadian Inmate Connect. Oh, yeah. We've, we've been on that one. Yeah. Not we haven't been on that no, one. No, but no, no, no. <laughs> I had a profile on that one for a while. I was going through a bad time in my life. Yeah, no, we've at, we've looked at it before, yes. Uh, well, this, of course, Mark Twitchell is a man who used a dating site to lure his victim to an Edmonton garage before killing and dismembering him, is now using the dating site for inmates once again looking for people to meet on the internet. Mm. In his profile, he writes, quote, I'm looking for an interesting, intelligent, open-minded, delightfully imperfect woman to relate to and share amusing observations with, as well as potentially a long weekend every few months if it gets there naturally. Now, back in 2011, Twitchell was convicted of the 2008 first-degree murder of Johnny Altinger. Uh, Twitchell dismembered and dumped his remains in a sewer. The thing, um, the- I don't think I don't do that, ladies. But the thing is, a lot of ladies probably will, right? I bet you he's inundated with messages. They don't a lot say of, if he is, but... Oh, I guarantee he is. There's a lot of people that are intrigued by whatever. Uh, there's also people that are fixers, right? Yeah. So they would want to fix him. Well, Twitchell is sentenced to life in prison with no chance of parole for 25 years. He is incarcerated in Saskatchewan Penitentiary near Prince Albert. Mm-hmm. 
Now, the person who started the website six years ago says it's a woman. She says she doesn't exclude anybody from joining, depending on their crime. She said, I just don't do that. Apparently, that concept is very popular down in the U.S., and there was nothing like it for inmates here in Canada when she decided to build the website. Can... Like, if you're uh, chatting with someone on here, is there an option for you uh, to actually meet them? Like, face-to-face? Yeah, I, or I don't know. Or is it just, like, online communication? I'm guessing it, it depends on the crime. It, like, if they are accepting visitors, if they can... Has anybody dated somebody off of Canadian Inmate Connect? Yeah. Like, if you have, that's fine. You, you know, yeah, you, you're doing your thing. I just marked Twitchell. I just wouldn't. Like, just, <laughs> please don't, just, ladies. Please. He's looking for ladies. Just don't. Please, ladies, just don't. I mean, he's a mm. dangerous person, obviously. But is there anybody who has met somebody or talked? Like, did you go to the prison and sit and meet with them? And it doesn't have to be. I mean, obviously, this is like a terrible murder case. Yeah. But anybody, because I was just on Canadian Inmate Connect looking through, but it's also guys who have created or who have um, done lesser crimes as well. Okay. So maybe, as opposed to maybe you would be murder. able to do like a conjugal visit. Well, I. It's not my thing. But uh, no, it's there's people. There are people, people who do. That would yeah. be interested in that. There are. It's like it's not my thing. <laughs> Rixie Ricks. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a call from June about this. A June might call. June probably knows some peeps that are incarcerated. She, but June's a tough lady. You know, like I don't see June messing with that. No, or like, she would go to the prison and like rough them up and be like, "See, now go on, get back in prison." Yeah, she would. That's June. June's more putting people in prison, <laughs> less <laughs> less meeting people in prison. Okay. That, that our girl June puts people there, right? Yeah. Uh, this text here said, "Oh my gosh, how desperate can these women be?" It, it well, happens. for uh, Mark Twitchell, yeah. Well, yeah, that's be. a bit much. I was unable to find his profile, by the way. Mm. Ginger, you all over? I feel like you're on the website you, right did now. Did you find it? I just Look found it. a screenshot. Of yeah, it. I just yeah. found a screenshot too. I do like in that uh, in that blurb you read of it that he's looking for an open-minded woman. Well, you have yeah. to. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, I would, yeah I, would, I would say so as well. All right, for those of you who are taking your kids to check out the new uh, Disney movie, which is the real life adventure of Beauty and the Beast, starring Emma Watson, mm-hmm. uh, they of course came out with a line of toys, as you do. And Emma Watson plays Belle from the famous cartoon. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Uh, the doll, though, that is out is getting some like a little bit of flack online. Oh, let me guess. Way too sexy. Uh, no, they think it looks like Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, they do. And you know what? It kind of does. Uh, once oh, my the, God, it does. Yeah, once the doll was released, people started to compare uh, yeah. Belle from Beauty and the Beast with Justin Bieber's face. And apparently it's outstandingly similar. It even has the same eyes. Right? Yeah. Same, same eyes, eyes. Same. Kind of the same face. Same face. Ears. Just take the hair away and it's Bieber. I mean, it's I guess it does. Like, it does look like. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. If yeah. you want it to. But if you want it to look like Bieber. <laughs> then it looks like Bieber. Is it Bieber in a ball gown? I would say Bieber in a ball gown. Yeah, I might too. Right? We'll put the picture up in the app for you guys if you want to have a look at it you yourself. You got a screenshot in uh, Snapchat, too. You yeah. You the judge on that. It does look like Bieber. Yeah, it does indeed. <laughs> Masculine eyebrows. Yeah. I is know, that what it little, is? They're, they're, they're thick, and I think it's the nose. Does Emma Watson have, like, bold eyebrows? Not really, no. No? Why did they make them so, like, wow, those are eyebrows? Because it looks like Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Same size neck. Yeah, people are tweeting like, this is horrifying, Disney. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, nobody's really jumping at that doll. You know, Emma Watson is a lot prettier than that doll. Do you think she's insulted by yeah, this? Yeah, she's way pretty. I'm just looking at pictures of, of her as Belle. She's, that doll Would is you not. be upset if, like, yes. oh, now radio was putting out uh, like, like action figures? Yeah, action figures of all the hosts. Yeah. And your doll looked like, like someone that you didn't want to look like? Yeah, that would be awful. <laughs> my, my, mine would be the ugliest doll with giant boobs. <laughs> <laughs> my face is all distorted and weird yeah look like Roseanne yeah <laughs> I'd be like, sorry so, Mars your doll was half price I'd be so crushed I, I, I really truly would it's just old it's just repurposed old Roseanne oh, yeah, merchandise yeah. from the 80s they paste on some longer hair <laughs> could you imagine oh I'd be devastated Brutal. Yeah, we'll get a picture of that doll up for you guys. Okay, <laughs> off to St. Louis we go uh, for this next story where a St. Louis shoplifter almost made off with a buttload of merchandise from Ikea, but she was busted. Why? Well, because she decided to wear some skin-tight leggings to Ikea, and then she tried to steal something from the store. Mm. What do you think she tried to steal from Ikea by shoving it down her skin-tight leggings? Okay, what can you steal from Ikea? Uh, I'm going to say a lamp. Okay. You think she tried yeah, shoving in like, like one Ikea of those, lamp? One of those stand-up lamps. Down yeah. her leggings, sure. Uh, I'm actually going to go food. Oh. Like she was after those meatballs. Oh. Because you could fit a lot of meatballs in your pants. Well, that's true. And it'd be a lot less, uh, more conspicuous than like, you know, so a would, coffee table. She would go through the serving station, get a tray of meatballs, yeah. and dump them down and her then pants. walk past without pain. <laughs> like I mean, I, I suppose you I suppose you could. Keep them warm. Uh, you guys are both wrong. Hmm. Uh, she did not stick meatballs or a lamp down her skin-tight leggings. She did, however, try to walk out uh, the exit doors of Ikea with a frying pan inside her leggings. Uh, did she put it on her butt? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. it was right on her butt. Obviously... Very obvious to yeah. everybody around. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, of course, was busted, and they pulled the frying pan out of her back end. She probably could have got away with two frying pans, like two medium size or smaller size, depending on her butt size. But then you just get, like, two pans for um, your cheeks. What do you do with the handle, though? Up your shirt. Yeah, her shirt, oh. it was a little crop. <laughs> it was kind of crop toppy because you can see the top of her thong like a whale tail. Oh, wow. So you okay. see frying pan, yeah. one side of the thong. <laughs> yeah. Do you it's, have a, you have uh, a picture of it? Well, it's a little grainy, but yeah. Yeah, okay. here's the, uh, there's the frying pan right there. There's the frying pan right there. Oh, yeah, that's, which, that's like a wok. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe it's more it, of a it wok. It looks like a big wok. <laughs> <laughs> An Ikea wok. Oh, no. Yeah, it could, could be more, be more of that. All right, uh, according to the American Dialect Society, they have named what the they think the word of the year was for 2016. Um, I don't... To me, it's not one word. It's actually two. Mm-hmm. But they say that this was the term that everybody was using in 2016. Are you ready for it? Did you ever hear me say it? Nope. No. Uh, however, though, I feel like you've lived it. Oh, like okay. it's been in your childhood at some point. Okay. The 2016 word of the year, according to the American Dialect Society, is dumpster fire. Oh, I've seen numerous. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen that being used a lot? Mm-hmm. Well, it's been in the news, dumpster fires. Yeah. Is that the the way to use it, though, or does it mean something? Uh, well, it came into popularity when it was used in the context of the U.S. presidential election. Mm. In other words, the election is nothing more than a giant dumpster fire. Okay. And, like, a picture of, like, a flaming dumpster is popular. 
Like if, let's say, uh, the Oilers' backup goaltender was in. Mm-hmm. And they say, now introducing Gustafson and just be a picture of a dumpster fire. <laughs> You're not a fan of him. No, <laughs> he's killing us. <laughs> Maybe you just started that one. <laughs> Ginge is super mad about last night's game. Yeah, it's true. Uh, they also picked woke as slang of the year, mm-hmm. meaning socially aware or enlightened. Okay. So you're woke. And their emoji of the year uh, was fire. Uh, they say they use it to mean lit and exciting, like that sweater that you're wearing is lit. Some fire. So they use the fire emoji for that. Mm-hmm. So dumpster fire, woke, and the fire emoji. Those are 2016? That apparently yeah. defines 2016. All right. Yes, indeed. All right, off to Pennsylvania we go for this next story. Uh, hey, listen. If you're wanted by the police, like you, there's a warrant out for your arrest, you're probably going to want to be very careful about leaving like traces of yourself or tracks. Mm-hmm. A 21-year-old woman is wanted on felony theft charges, so she decided to shake the cops off her trail by submitting a fake obituary of herself to her local paper. <sighs> oh, smart. It is a sm- it's smart, right? Mm-hmm. It is smart. Until police saw it, contacted the newspaper, and it came from her own personal email address. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Do you not need any sort of a death certificate to file an obituary? No, nope. I don't think paper? so. I Don't think just print anything? Yeah. I think they're grateful you're just buying something in the paper. Oh, like, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. like, you want this front page, sir? Right? Yeah, absolutely. You could write a bogus obituary for me and they'd publish it. That doesn't seem fair, does it? Someone needs to buy an obituary from ours and put it in the journal. I'd be devastated. Because I read the paper still. So I'd be going to... <laughs> yeah, and, I, and why do people read the paper? For the obituaries I now. go right to the obits. And I go through them. I'm like, don't know, don't know, don't know. <laughs> and then cross-reference with your white pages across the names off. <laughs> Well, we lost Rita. Yeah. yeah, well, we did. And then it'd be my obituary. Right? Someone oh. needs to write you up one. What do you think Mars's obituary would say? I think it would say, like... Obviously, you got to reference cats. She, yeah, she loved cats. Mm-hmm. And find, like, a, a bad photo from, like, Instagram or yeah. something and no. submit that. It'd just be a Roseanne picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you could do that. Can they actually... I bet it has to come from, like, a funeral home. You just can't. They just won't print random I'm obituaries. I'm pretty sure you could just buy an obit. Right? I don't think the funeral home... The funeral home obviously will do it on your behalf, probably. But I think you can just call and buy. And they'll print it up. Say, whoever died, whenever, due to whatever. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, why aren't we doing this for... behind, blah, blah, blah. Jokes for for the lols. Because you gotta pay... Nobody wants to pay for a joke nowadays. All those steep newspaper prices. (laughs) I, I don't think it's cheap. I think it's also because... People would be offended if you're joking around about death. Like there's mm, all the these funeral. Fair point. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's all these like sad, you know, people that you've lost, and then yeah. change. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, crashed out, I choked on a bag of D's. Yeah. <laughs> lol, lol, yeah. of me eating gummy bears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this text here says Mars's obituary would just be a picture of a dumpster fire. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. oh, boy. Uh, I got Corey right at the top here okay. that uh, has some uh, obit info. Uh, how you doing today, Corey? Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Hi, good. good. All right, you have info on the obituaries? I do. I had to do my aunt's this last August and two phone for the Edmonton Journal, just to speak of. Sure. It's a little over $900. What? Yeah, that's why it's not LOLs. Yeah, there's no LOL with $900. Wow. I didn't realize it was so expensive. And, and that's just a, this, like a nice, uh, within a couple words, I think it was 30 or 40 words and the time, the date, and you also send in a photo. 
if you want the photo color, of course, it goes up exponentially. From yeah. $900? Yeah, easily, easily. I think it was 875 plus GST and another couple, I think it was another 30 or $40 for a color photo. Oh, wow. Is that for just one day? Yeah. That's just for one for one. <laughs> you have the obit to run for a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. at that price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And what you do is you can go through the funeral home mm-hmm. that the, the person's been processed through. Pardon my wording, but yeah. they will put it on their on their John's funeral home advertisement in the paper itself. It doesn't cost you anything, oh. and they will put an ad as today's at John's funeral home. We've got. Such and such. Oh, like uh, like today's oh, special. Yeah, kind of well, thing. no, like here's the services of today. Like, yeah, for, what's you know, happening? Yeah, what's today, happening? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, oh, okay. I don't know if you're gonna pr- like that woman who pranked the obituary. Yeah. She got more money than brains. Yeah, yeah obviously. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. yeah I have obviously. no idea it was that much. Thanks for the info, Corey. <laughs> you bet. Happy. Uh, stay. Uh, stay above ground today. Okay? Yeah. Okay. yeah we, we will. <laughs> we'll do because it costs a lot to go yeah, under. That's it. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye bye. <laughs> Yes, indeed. I had no idea. I, I was picturing literally one fifty. Yeah, I know. I was. I I thought eighty dollars. Yeah, I didn't think it'd be. I thought I could pay with my wooden tokens. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they charge more because people are like you know grieving. They'll pay whatever. Uh, yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, this text here says you guys are onto something great. It's, it should be a separate section in the newspaper in newspaper called the phobituary. Oh, that's those. good. Yeah. yeah, you can play pranks on your friends. Right? And hey, do that's him, good. Do them for cheap. Trademark Crash Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> so there, <laughs> there you go. Good luck taking that one, yeah. Journal. Yeah, that's right. Or Edmonton's on the phobituaries. That's fine. Yeah. All right. In hockey last night, uh, the Oilers just couldn't win over the Ottawa Senators. Five three was the final score. Whose fault was that, Ginge? Dumpster <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. fire. Dumpster fire. Two goals from Patrick Maroon. One from Leon Drysaddle. Connor McDavid having two assists, and uh, Gustafson making thirteen saves. So. Slash barely any. <laughs> and we knew he was trash when we signed him. This is not Chiarelli. It's not even his fault. It's not even his fault. He's a player who always was. Yeah. <sighs> so there you go. Next up for the Oilers is tomorrow. They're back at home. Rogers plays, taking on the San Jose Sharks. Puck drops at 7 o'clock. Alrighty, it's going to be a snowy, wintry day today uh, with only highs of about minus 17. Tonight, more flurries with a low of minus 24. It is 8.20 and we're sitting at minus 19. Good Monday morning. By the way, the Now family now wants to raise money for your obituary. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, and this one says, because you were big into miming, yes, it says, I was. the mimes held a silent auction. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that's an awful joke. It's an awful but very good joke. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. very good. Well, you'll be raising funds for a while. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, for all of you who have ever worked uh, in retail, we talked earlier about the random number twos. Yeah, a random two in retail. Uh, and now I want to talk about this story because usually when you start working in some sort of clothing retail, there's a return policy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it depends on the store. Now, a lot of times, like, for example, we've talked about Costco before, where you can basically return whatever you want. That's true. Yeah. People can return, like, food. Sure. You can return whatever you want. potatoes. That's right. Uh, some stores only have a 14-day return policy. Nonetheless, usually when you start a new job, that's the first lesson you learn Mm -hmm. is the return policy. Well, there was a Gap store down in the States where someone made a return. 
and an employee at the Gap took a picture of that return mm. because the manager decided to hang up the return and put a sign up. Oh, no. This is what the sign said. It's from Gap Kids, and it's of a red button-up shirt with a black vest. The sign next to the return said the following. Who on earth accepted this as a return? This item is from the summer of 2000. That was almost 17 years ago. (laughs) Our return policy is 45 days. If you're not sure, ask. The return, though, like the the Gap kids that they returned, still had the tag on it. The tag's all faded. (laughs) 17 years ago, someone returned an item from Gap's kids. It's, It's amazing someone actually had the kahunas to go in to return it. Because what did they get back? I can't. $24.50. Yeah. And they actually got their money back. And they got their money back. I mean, either way, the customer did keep it in, like, pristine condition. The tags are on it. It doesn't look like it's been worn. Obviously, they still had the receipt. Um, No, I think if the tags are on it, they'll just return it. Oh, you think? Yeah, I think so. It's uh, pretty unbelievable that the store system would allow you to return it, because that, in fact, was 17 years ago. Yeah. Well, they obviously just punched it in manually. And then they got their money back. And Maybe that barcode is still active. Yeah, so of course that picture hit Reddit and then everybody started talking about it. <laughs> uh, I want to know from you guys, though, and we'll see if we can find this morning. Uh, who ret- tried to return the oldest thing? Mm-hmm. And did it work? Did you get your money back? Like you in retail, people returning any clothing. Did they try to return yeah. some really old stuff? Oh, yeah, like stuff from like a year or two ago. Yeah. And people yeah. get, uh, you get really upset when you can't return stuff, right? Usually if, uh, like if it's really old, it doesn't even come up. Like if you like, scan the receipt or whatever Yeah, you, you can scan it, you can punch it in and it just won't, you know. Yeah. Or you can look at, there's usually a, a number code mm-hmm. that tells you what year that item is. Yeah. And then people freak out. Yeah, and then you're like, listen, this item came out in like 1998. We're clearly... <laughs> look at it. Look at it. It's bedazzled. So I want to know from you guys, what is the oldest item you've tried to return? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Okay, we're looking for the oldest return. Uh, because down in the States, someone returned a 17-year-old Gap Kids outfit. So see if you can beat the 17-year-old outfit. Yeah, the 17-year-old outfit. Uh, the employee who returned the item to the customer obviously didn't know that that was a big no-no. Mm-hmm. So the manager put a sign up next to the outfit that said, Who on earth accepted this as a return? This item is from the summer of 2000. That was almost 17 years ago. <laughs> Our return policy is 45 days. Yeah, because majority now is what? 14 days or 30 days? Kind yeah, it's of thing, usually about right? 30 days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to jump to uh, Mike here on 5. Okay. Good morning, Mike. How are you doing today? Morning. How's it going? Good, Hi, good. Okay, so uh, this happened to a friend of yours? Yeah, you betcha. She was working at the Bay at the time in about the mid-90s. Yep. And a, and a lady came in there with a sleeper with a tag on it, and it was 35 years old. No <laughs> way. And, she, and, of course, she was new. She just started there yeah and she kind of laughed at the lady and said well you know we can't take this back but they brought the manager over and the manager said well we have no time on a return policy so take it back she <laughs> she got her money back after 35 years yeah i guess the tags were on it it was either in a bag or she had a receipt or something and yep. yeah they, they did it and the manager's so, like well yeah okay <laughs> i guess if tags are on it what do yeah. you do 
Yeah, that's basically it. And at the time, they had no date on the return policy time. Like, yeah. no time. Yeah, I guess if you don't have a time limit, then, well, it's fair game. Yeah, and it was the base, so they're like, we'll just do anything. That's basically what <laughs> <laughs> Please keep shopping here. Yeah, we, we want you here. <laughs> All right. And see us again. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thanks for that, Mike. Have a great day. Yeah, you too, man. Bye-bye. Bye. 35 yeah, 35 years. years. Yeah. Another one here says, hey, guys, you just jogged a memory of mine. I worked at Woodward's, and they were famous for returning anything. An older lady came in while I was working and returned a pair of socks. Uh, they were 32 years old. Wow. They were her husband's socks, and he died. Ew. We had to return them. See, like, if you found a pair of socks that were 10 years old. And would so you, the tag on would them. Would you consider returning them? No, I, if I didn't want them, I'd donate them. Like, they'd go in my donate bag. Cleaning the closet, I found stuff that you bought that it still has tags. Yeah. Never thought of returning it? No, I donated it all. Yeah. A, I don't buy very expensive things, so. And B, like, no, I just, just couldn't. like a $500 brassiere. Yeah, no, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't walk in and be like, two years ago I bought this and it still doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation. One zero two three. Now radio. All right, we're talking about the oldest return. We're trying to see if we can find someone who maybe worked in a store and you got the oldest return, yeah. or you had something for twenty years. We just chatted with Mike. Lady yeah. tried to return a thirty-five-year-old uh, sleeper thing. Yeah. And she actually was able she to. She was able to, yes. Uh, this one, staying anonymous, says, My sister returned her mattress recently to Costco after four years. Four years? Okay. Four years? And then you just get a new mattress? Yeah, I, I guess. If once, they take once it. Once it finally gives a little groove in the bed. Yeah, you can say Bring yeah. it back and they give you a new one. I'm not sleeping very well on this one. Wow. You guys have it. Wow. This text here says, I used to work at the Walmart at the returns desk. On Boxing Day in 1994, someone tried to return a Zeddy Bear. It's the Zeller's brand. <laughs> Long story short, we took the stinking bear back and gave them $14.97 for it. Really? Just to get them out of there? There were multiple face palms occurring from staff and other customers in line. They they totally did that to get that person out of the store. Yeah, or keep them in there because they have money to spend now. Woodward's is coming in a boatload. Well, Woodward's is a... My mom used to work at Woodward's. Yeah, this one says, my mom worked at Woodward's yep. in the furniture department. They accepted a return of a 20-year-old couch. Wow. Oh, that would be a nasty couch. Wow. 20 years old. It wouldn't even... like. like it, look at our couch. That's a new couch. Newer. And it looks... Yeah, and it's not the best. Yeah, it's like ready for... The dumpster. <laughs> Ready to go find a poo yeah. slew and throw it in Yeah, there. you're right. Yeah, uh, Shauna, how are you doing today? Good, thanks. How are you guys? I'm doing pretty good. All right, did you yeah. try to return something that was really old or what? No, but I've been working retail for years, and I had to take back a return that was, I think, nine years old. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah, so um, the company I used to work for, they had an unlimited return policy. Oh, wow. So since they had their receipt and the tags attached to the garment, yeah. I think it was from, like, 2005, the receipt. <laughs> I had to take it back and give them full price. Really? So, yeah, so we ended up losing. I feel Like, it was a bunch of stuff, so the company lost, like, $200 there. Like, it was a bad return policy. <laughs> It was a bad. They've since changed it. I think just because of that one return that I did. <laughs> <laughs> they revamped the right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like what? You gave back two hundred dollars? Damn. Yeah. Well, that was the policy, so I had to. Like, I even checked with my manager, and she's like, "Wow, thanks for bringing that in." Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, they did have the receipt, right? 
Yeah, they did. They yeah. just like said they found the bag sitting in the back of their closet with the receipt in it, so they decided to return it nine years later. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, thanks, Shauna. Yeah, thanks, guys. Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, if you're just joining us this morning, we're talking about uh, the picture that hit Reddit uh, of uh, Kids Gap. It was a return. There's a picture of the return, which is a cute little like uh, button-up red shirt with a black vest mm-hmm. and a message next to it that says, who on earth accepted this as a return? This item is from the summer of 2000. That was almost 17 years ago. Our return policy is 45 days. If you're not sure, just ask. So 17-year-old exchange and or return rather, mm-hmm. and it happened. So we want to know from you guys uh, if you've witnessed the oldest return. Maybe you've tried to return something. Maybe you've been working in retail and someone tried to return something. Do you think it was a lot bigger back in the day to return something and it was more acceptable? Like nowadays, if you go to a store and it's like 30 years old, you're probably, you're not, probably not doing you're probably it. probably not going to get anything back. Yeah. Uh, listen to this one. It says, uh, I used to work at Walmart years ago. Okay. Someone returned a pair of bear slippers, yes. which were over three years old. Obviously used and very disgusting looking. Oh no! They didn't even they didn't even remove the nasty corn pad that was still stuck oh. to them. Oh come on! <laughs> oh come on! Nasty! Oh no! That is disgusting. You put it on the counter and there's a corn pad stuck to it. Did they get their money back though? Like Walmart yeah, took it? Yeah. 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 Three years old, but they look like they were fifty years old, yeah. right? And oh, they have a corn geez. pad stuck to it. That is gross. Uh, Kim, how you doing today? Good. Sorry, you caught me taking a sip of my coffee. Oh, no, no worries. <laughs> All right, so are you uh, are you the one that's uh, returning some old stuff or what? Uh, no, actually, I have worked at Lamley's. Okay. And there was, Wrangler Jeans had a lifetime guarantee on their denim. Okay. This old man came in. These pair of jeans, he said, were probably close to 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he blew a belt loop. <laughs> okay. And he wanted to return them, so we gave him a brand new pair of jeans. Yeah. Probably double the price of what his original ones were worth the first time. <laughs> yeah. But, and after 40 years, the only problem with the jean was he blew a belt loop. He blew a belt loop. Wow, that's a good jean. Right? So I was impressed, but I'm like, 40 years? He's like, yeah, yeah, I've had these jeans forever. And I'm like, well, here's a brand new pair. <laughs> well, that's a good policy. Yeah, so, I don't know, but I think that was probably one of the oldest ones that I had seen. I would say so. Yeah. Well, that's so far the oldest now. 40 years. 40 years. 40 yeah. years. That guy's A was sitting in those jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, thanks, Kim. Not a worry. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All that was blown then was the belt loop. Right? Um, didn't Mark's uh, Work Warehouse have the return policy on work boots? They I don't did. Know, I don't know if they do anymore, but they had, like, lifetime on boots. They they don't do it anymore. Do I remember that anymore. was a big thing in the news. Yeah, because well, everybody was like, "What?" That? Yeah, because yeah. too many people were returning their boots. I remember my dad like wearing out his boots, and then all of a sudden, a new set of boots rolled in. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we go sit at Mark's. Uh, do another one here. Yeah, we can wedge one more in. Uh, Lisa, how you doing? Not too bad. Excellent. All right, you got a crazy return? I do. I worked at the Bed Bath and Beyond in Red Deer once. Okay. And they have an excellent return policy. Unfortunately. Um, you can return anything. Same 10 years, next day. This lady hated her pillow so much. So she came and returned it. Except they don't think it was the pillow. She brought it back with a whole bunch of bed bugs and they still took it back. No! No way! No, really? Yes, it was so bad. I had to wrap it in like 10 garbage bags because I was 
Oh, I am shocked they would return that. And the poor lady just thought it was her pillow was just not right. Oh, I would say, yeah, your pillow is moving. Ugh. But they'll still take it back as long as it brings into the system. I guess. Doesn't matter. If they can scan it, then you get money back. Yep. Holy crap. I would have taken that pillow into the parking lot and lit it on fire. I just didn't want to touch it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Snap Crash and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right. Ask yourself this. Uh, If you had a friend in need uh, of your vehicle or of a truck, would you lend them your vehicle for the day or for the week or for the, you know, for, uh, for the month? No. You you wouldn't lend anybody your vehicle? I've had a truck for years, and some people have alluded to it. Like wanting to borrow the wheels? Yeah, they haven't flat out asked, but they alluded, and I just, I don't acknowledge it, or I will flat out just be like, Just say no? no, I'm using my truck this week, and I would love to, Yeah, I'd love to give you my truck, but I'm using it to haul some stuff. Ginger, would you lend out the old minivan? Uh... Yeah, I'd lend out the van. You, you would, hey? really? Yeah, because I've 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 borrowed trucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if someone if someone if someone asked the van, I'd be flattered. I'd be like, oh, you want to drive the van? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you, yeah. loser. <laughs> I want to know from you guys: uh, Is there a story that you have about lending out your vehicle? Like, if it breaks, like someone yeah. breaks it, who's gonna foot the bill? Right. Yeah, I don't know what the law is here. Like, if I borrowed Ginge, my truck, yeah. Yeah. you broke it, and you're like, oh, sorry, man. And you're just waiting for me to be like, oh, no worries. I never know how that works. Does your, I probably should know, does your insurance cover you or your oh, we're truck? we're going insurance? I want cash. Well, well think no, about it. Think, okay, <laughs> let's say Ginge borrows your truck. Yeah. You lend it to him. He gets into an accident. Mm-hmm. Is it your insurance or I think it's Ginger's? Like, let's insurance. say it's past cash, like it's done. Oh, like oh, my poor truck. Well, you got to be careful who you lend it to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you you see me drive? <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah, I, I, I maybe it goes on your insurance. Does, but does my insurance cover me or my vehicle? Because it, it's. I think it's a gray area because and the price I, is based on my vehicle, and I might get hooped because I don't have you on my insurance. Right? Ooh. Oh, it might not Can, be a good. No, nobody's touching my truck. <laughs> no, no one's touching it. I want to know from you guys if you have lent your vehicle out from someone, and did a disaster happen? Mm. The terrible thing that went wrong when you lent out your vehicle. Call Crash and Mars four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. Radio. All right, we're taking your stories on what terrible thing happened when you lent your vehicle out uh, to someone. Maybe it was a friend, maybe it was a family member, and maybe it just went all wrong. Mm-hmm. All wrong. Uh, this text here says, hey guys, I lent my mom my SUV over Christmas. Her friend was from British Columbia and was visiting. She's also in a wheelchair. My mother hit a cement post and kept driving. It scraped up the whole side of the car, crushed the inside door panel. It happened Boxing Day, and she didn't tell me until New Year's Day. Oh, no, no. Car goes in the shop today, 1900 bucks. Was she hoping you wouldn't notice? I don't know. I guess if it's on the passenger side, how often are you walking by your passenger side? This person goes on to say, um, even though it's my mom, I'm probably never lending my vehicle out again. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alana's on five here. How are you doing today, Alana? I'm good, thanks. How are yeah. you? Yeah, doing fantastic. Uh, okay, so you loaned out your vehicle? 
Yeah, yeah. It was a super old, gross minivan. So I had no problem, like, loaning it to a friend. Yeah. She said she wanted to meet a guy that she met online. Oh. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing anything. Take take it. Yeah. And uh, about 2 o'clock in the morning that night, the police called me. <laughs> and they're like, are you the registered owner of this minivan? I'm oh. like, yes. Yeah, what happened? They're like, well, unfortunately, uh, the people inside of it were detained for intoxicated uh, driving. Oh, no. Like, oh, no. And they're like, uh, also, when we stopped them, they were kind of in a state of undress, and they were involved <laughs> together. And I was like, oh, no. So it's like, we had to take them out and search them, and they had cocaine on them. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. So I was like, okay, can I come get my vehicle? And they're like, well, we have to process it. Um, like a week later, my friend called. She's like, did you get your minivan back? I'm like, yeah, I did. She's like, why didn't you, like, come bail me out? I was like, no way. Why didn't you come bail me out? Use my van as a sex wagon and a drug wagon? And you're drinking and driving with it? Holy crap. Oh, yeah, never again. No. Never. No. I bet you you no. had to deep clean that van, right? I actually, uh, I bought a new vehicle and I just had it hauled away by the Kidney Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> Ship it off. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now Radio. Alrighty, we're talking about the nightmare that happened after you lent out your vehicle to someone that you know. Maybe it was a friend. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a family member. This text here, Staying Anonymous, says, Guys, today I agree 100% with Crash. I will never lend out my vehicle to anyone. Nope. My husband and I let his sister borrow our vehicle for a couple of months. She had fallen on some hard times. Generous. When she returned it, the entire inside of the vehicle was trashed. It was full of garbage, including her bras. (laughs) The tailgate was broken and would no longer shut properly. She returned it so low on gas that we had to go and get a jerry can just so we can get it to the gas station to fill it. It like rolled into the driveway yeah. on fumes? Never, ever, ever again. That's wow. from Anonymous. It amazes me that people would do that. Why right? You borrow your something bras? and then you just you trash, trash it. it and then return it yeah. and act like nothing happened. Like That's crazy. I wouldn't leave my bras in someone's car. Obviously, she wasn't concerned about much. No, I guess she just whipped off her bras and left them in there. Uh, This says, uh, my son borrowed my daughter's truck. He rolled it and Uh, rode it off. Yeah. It cost him $7,000 to buy her a new one. He was 17 at the time. Oh, yeah. Teens, though. Well, they probably didn't want to do insurance, right? Yeah, probably not. Because him being 17, that would just ruin his insurance for years. So it was just like, well, you got to buy your sister a new vehicle now. There you go. Uh, this text here says, uh, hey, I am anonymous. I lent my vehicle out to a friend. Turns out they got pulled over and don't have a driver's license. Oh. Now my vehicle is being impounded for 30 days. Yeah. Neither of us have a vehicle. And you got to pay the impound fees. Oh. <laughs> uh, Mark, how you doing, man? Oh, pretty good. Nice, nice. Nice, nice. All right, did you uh, have a problem loading out your vehicle? Well, never really had a problem per se, but yeah. I, I have a service vehicle for work, so okay. I didn't use my truck a lot. Yeah. And a uh, buddy of mine had a little bit of hard time, so I uh, I loaned him my truck for a couple months. Okay. When I got it back, I went to go do an oil change, and it had one liter of oil. No! <laughs> yeah. Why didn't he maintain the vehicle? 
I have no idea. Uh, yeah, one liter oil. The only saving grace was it was a Chevy. So oh, yeah, Chevy, you're not killing it. You can hear the lifters chattering, but it's still got some power. Oh, you know it, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You guys are Chevy nerds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Are you we're talking about the time that you uh, lent somebody your vehicle and it went uh, terrible. It was just an absolute nightmare. This is why I don't lend out my vehicle. If you're considering lending out your vehicle, Open today, the app. download the app and read all the horror stories. Uh, this text here says, in 1992, my sister and I went to Europe for six weeks. A good friend of ours says, hey, can I borrow your car while you were away? I said, yeah, that would be fine. However, who, her boyfriend, who was under 25 at the time, was not allowed to drive it due to insurance requirements. When we got home, a police officer showed up at our door regarding an unpaid parking ticket. Mm. My sister told the cop we were in Europe at that time. Turns out the boyfriend, who wasn't supposed to use the car, used it the entire time. Of course he did. He was very lucky he wasn't in an accident. He wouldn't have been covered under the insurance. Because of that, I don't loan my car to anyone anymore. No. Keep it in the garage. Yeah. Take the keys bad. away. Hide the keys. Yeah. Too bad. Uh, let's go to Heather here. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, excellent. All right. So uh, did you loan out your vehicle? Oh, this is quite a while ago. I was in probably about 19, you know, in love with your first love. Oh, yeah. Rolled him out. Yeah. He took my first car my parents gave me. It was like, oh, Series 3. Big tank. Oh. Uh, he decided to go with his buddies to the strip joint okay. on um, back in the day off Gretzky. It was the rest. Yeah. I can't remember where it was. Took my car, got hammered on the way back off the um, Gretzky. It used to be a car lot. Okay. He decided not to stop. No. I found seven cars, destroyed it. He literally like did a demolition destroyed derby it. at a like, dealership. Oh, my God. He was going so fast that he literally hit a car and it flew on top of another car. Oh, my God. Right. What? <laughs> and you know what he got? A $100 ticket. That's it? Cause, yeah, because he left the scene. He was hammered, left the scene, and then he came back after he left the scene and the cops were there. Oh. So they couldn't charge him with impaired. They charged him for leaving the scene of a crime. That's yeah, because they couldn't uh, uh, breathalyze him at the scene. Yeah. That's Holy right. so I got, crap. So, Obviously, your car was totaled. Totaled. Yeah. Totaled. And I never told my parents. Because I think I was like maybe 19. Oh, you just panicked? Right? Yeah, you don't. I was 40. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Crazy story. Thanks for sharing that one, Heather. Oh, great. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. You too. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Okay, we'll do another round of uh, did you loan your vehicle out and yes. did it come back? And what went wrong? It was a complete disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, this text here from Cat on the North Side. She says, uh, my boyfriend lent me his car Thursday night for work. Mm-hmm. On my way home from work Friday morning, I got into a collision and it doesn't look too good. Mm-hmm. He went back to work today. He's got a rental right now. I probably have whiplash and I feel so bad about getting in the collision. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Collisions, though, you can't really control unless right? you're at fault. Right? But if someone re- rear ends you, well... What, yeah, uh, what do you do, right? Like, that's out of just, your hands. You're angry that it happened, but... Yeah. Uh, this one here says, uh, Hey, guys, Cat from Spruce Grove here. My fiancé lent, uh, or borrowed, rather, his cousin's truck to go to the liquor store. It was cold out, so he left it running outside. When he came out of the store with his liquor, it was gone. Oh, no. Someone jacked the car. Someone jacked it. You oh, that running with sucks. the keys in it? That one sucks. Oh, brutal. Uh, Mark, how you doing, man? 
Not too bad, not too bad. You're talking about lending vehicles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have to lend your vehicle out? No, uh, when I worked rigs there, I had to carry special insurance because I had to let people drive my truck in the convoy while I was driving bigger equipment. Okay. Now, just based on the incidents that occurred there, I will never, ever let that truck out of my sight. Oh, how bad did it get? Uh, at one time, luckily, I had a guy in the truck that I trusted. He stopped the feller from uh, dialing up my chip and blowing my engine. Oh, no. Uh, another time, I pulled out onto the highway with the rig. Right in my rearview mirror, buddy decides to just mount it and had my truck fishtailing like you would not believe. I oh, my God. Back to give him crap for it. I'm like, don't you know I can see you? Yeah. And then he started beaking me. Fired him on the spot, left my truck what? there, and went back for it would later. You, why would he do that to your vehicle knowing you're in the vehicle in front of him? I don't know. It's something, once somebody gets in somebody else's car, they just don't care. I guess. Yeah. He's, he's treating there it like a, a rental. <laughs> yeah. There was another one, too, where it was a kid that I knew and trusted, but... uh he blamed his boot getting stuck under the brake for spinning her right around and putting her in the ditch backwards while we're only doing 20 kilometers an hour. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Snap, Crash, and Mars. Search Crash and Mars on Snapchat. Join the conversation now, right? And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 5.30 to 10 a.m. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.